book to me is kind of a cabinet of curiosities of all the folklore and ghost stories and, and strange interesting places to visit in Norfolk. Weird Norfolk to me is like an encyclopedia of oddity. Ghosts, UFOs, hauntings, amazing stones, folklore, magical stories. Weird Norfolk to me is about the preservation and sharing of these stories and the importance that that has in our tradition locally and nationally. My name's Shifra Connor, I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. And I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. And I'm Richard Fair, the producer of the Weird Norfolk podcast. Stone of Stockton. It has stood as a sentinel for centuries, a lonely lichen-covered reminder of a frozen past when saber-toothed tigers and woolly mammoths roamed the plains of East Anglia. Stockton Stone, an oblong sandstone, glacial megalith, stands on a grassy slope on the west side of the Beckles to Norwich A146 road. Pitted in places but seemingly unworked, a silent watchtower over a busy thoroughfare that is said to guard a curse which sees misfortune or death befall anyone who sees fit to move it. Ooh. I can tell you like this one, Stacia, because that's written very romantically. Yeah, whenever I really like something, I really go for it. Sometimes <laughs> it's just, there was a ghost, it was here, that's the end. Um, I really love stones. Stones are probably my favourite of all. Um, if I had to choose... Of all the things. Of all the things. Um, <laughs> stones are definitely right up Why there. Why do you like stones <clears> so much? Because I think it shows inventiveness on the part of the people, the good people of Norfolk, that you have, we are not well known for our large stones. Mm-hmm. We're not a place where you would mine for stones, mm. you'd mine for chalk. And you can just see them kind of looking at these massive stones that were literally just deposited by glaciers and thinking, oh, what's that there for? And... Younger listeners may not believe it, but once upon a time there was no internet, there were no um, encyclopedias, and, you know, they had to come up with a, a reason why they were there, mm. and why not that it was thrown by a giant or dropped from the sky or Noah's Ark left it. or And that's what I love about it, that each of these stones, particularly in Norfolk, has an amazing mm. story attached to it. Yeah, Although saying that, the Stockton Stone doesn't have, like, an origin story, No, does it? So the story, the, the main story around it is that if anybody tries to move it, they they die basically mm. or suffer. Like I said in that in the story, terrible misfortune. Um, but nobody really seems to know where that story came from or or why the stone is there. It's quite interesting, I thought. Mm. Is it because perhaps you couldn't move it in those days? Well, it has been Well, I mean, but in yeah. the early days, you know. We we don't move it because we can't because it's cursed. Yes, you know, yeah. You know, yeah. Really, we can't move it. 
Yeah, it really it. is, you know, when, when you when you call a stone an, an erratic, it properly is erratic, isn't it? It's in the middle of... We stopped there, didn't we, in the middle yeah. of the night. <laughs> it was really... And <laughs> got I out. literally ran through nettles to get to it. Yes, and then posed <laughs> next to the stone in complete darkness. And then <laughs> yeah. I had to try and make my flash work to get a photograph. But it is... Um, you will If you ever go from Norwich to Lowestoft, you will pass this stone without really noticing it unless you look for it. There's a, a kind of... Uh, a lay-by, lay-by yeah. isn't there? Yeah. It's quite. It's a bit nicer than a lay-by, isn't it? Yeah. Really, it's kind of. I was a bit scared. There was a man in a lorry. There was a man I didn't in a lorry. We were get... And then I, because yeah. I leaked out the car so enthusiastically, I left the door open, and then yeah. I had that fear of like be in the car. there'd be like a hitchhiker in the car or yeah. something. On the back seat. Yeah. yeah, I did that. I did genuinely have to yeah. stop thinking about it. Yeah, that didn't happen. That there didn't happen. It was yeah, fine. It was <laughs> fine. It was okay. He was just watching um, the news yeah, on his little telly. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you never know, do you? But it's, I, I get the... Because the stone now looks quite small almost, but I feel like at one point it could have been... Massive. Massive. And then when they've moved it, they've just put it further or into it's sunk. the sunk. Or it's sunk. Mm. Um, so is, is it... It's definitely not in the position that it was left no. by the, the glacier then. No, no. It's, it was moved when the yeah, A46 so was it created. It says, um, has written here, <laughs> villagers have long been aware of, but unaware of the origin of the curse attached to the stone. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Good. Well, villagers then. have long been aware of, but unaware of the origin of. That's better. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe you should read this. Um... Indeed, the stone was moved in the 1930s during work to straighten the main road and photographers in the Lowestoft Journal from July 1935 um, showed the six-foot-long stone being lifted under the supervision of Benjamin Edge of Stockton Old Hall, who owned the land, and Major S.E. Glendenning of the Norfolk Archaeological Society. So it was at one point like six foot mm. tall, which is massive, but it's like barely comes up to my... Oh, no, it's probably up to my waist yeah, now. Yeah, probably about three foot it. tall now. <laughs> yeah. And it, so, it was moved by 14 feet, and the disturbance was regarded locally with some misgiving. Mm. Um, and apparently, a document from Suffolk Record Office includes an account of what's said to have happened next... Only a few years ago, it was moved during work to straighten out the road. Curiously enough, so I gather, one of the workmen involved collapsed and died. So when we did this story for the paper, I did obviously, I did like some research. I don't have unlimited time, but I did spend quite a lot of time trying to find if there had been any deaths. I thought, oh, it would have been in like any of the follow-up newspapers or any, but there wasn't anything like listed at all that I could find. Um, no, I can. I I did some research. Yeah. I could find the photograph. Yes, of them yeah. moving it. Yeah, but maybe um, he collapsed and died, kind of like twenty years later. Yeah, well, because it's the whole Tutankhamun Carmoon thing as yeah. well, isn't it? You know that the the curse was you know if somebody opens it, they were going to die. Well, we you know, and one of them did. Yeah, but mm. was it related but, yeah, or not? But, you know. Discuss, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. People die all the time. Well, they only die once, but people, you know, yeah, people are dying. Yeah, you know, if I was, a, if I would not want to move that stone there with any rumor attached to it, I bet, I bet there was a little bit of um, resistance to this. Mm. I know, bet there would have been because yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have moved it. No, and now it's like, um, according to the Norfolk Heritage Explorer, it's now set in concrete with a nail driven through the top, so it's, uh, it's definitely not going anywhere now. No. But did they fix it like that so nobody mm. could move it because mm. something did happen? Mm. Absolutely. Oh well, maybe they said to the the villagers, "Look, we're gonna we need to move it once, but we will 
on the kid, you know, we will do this to make sure it's not moved again, just so as to not upset people. This business of nails through stones, though, that's a an ancient toothache remedy, isn't mm. it? So yeah. you would go and, do, you know, rather than, well, I don't know what you'd do, really, if you had toothache in the olden days, yeah. you'd either get some pliers, wouldn't you, or a friend, phone a friend. <laughs> um, uh, but in the olden days, they used to go and uh, hammer a nail into a stone and hope that that would work. So somebody used it once for toothache. And it probably worked. Yeah. Either the tooth fell out. No, I mean the Stockton stone. Because yeah. it's only one nail. No, it's a really big tooth. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a it's an ancient cure for that. Or oh, it could just be a nail in a stone. Mm. You know. Yeah, I've just got this, this image of them moving the stone and they put a nail in so they can hang their jacket up while yes. they're, they're, they're finishing <laughs> off, waiting yeah. for the concrete and to like, set. Oh, I bet in years to come, weird Norfolk say that was because uh, <laughs> because we had a toothache. Yeah, it is a massive stone. It's not massive. easy to hit a nail no, into a stone. You, have to, you must have to like. I, I wouldn't actually even know because I don't know anything well, about stones. You need stones. a masonry nail yeah. to start. But you but maybe a crack as well. Well, that's always the danger. I suppose yeah. it depends what type of rock it is. Mm. Uh, there's also this business of the the stone being part of a network of alignments, yes, isn't I've there? Yes, I've got that note about the old straight track. Yeah, uh, along the ley line, mm. which um, can be drawn from Halston, which of course has a stone. a stone in Halston. Yes, the sto- putting the stone in Halston. Yes. <laughs> I believe um, that's what you wrote. <laughs> I think I did. Um, and Stockton passing through, it says here, a remarkable moated pond at Ersham. I don't know why it's remarkable. Mm. Anyway. A moated pond. Called well. the Lay. Um, onwards over an earthwork enclosure on Bungie Common, then through an ancient burial mound on Broomheath, over Longford Bridge, and to a mound called Bell Hill, which itself is really interesting. Mm. Um, and beyond to Belton Church. So there's a claim that there's a ley line um, that this stone is part of, although presumably not and now. the writer believed that there would have been other lines, uh, other stones along the, that line that kind of tied in with Stockton, um, but they'd been taken away by uh, Christian priests to well, hide also, pagan, yeah. pagans. A lot of them sort of were overgrown and just forgotten yeah. about, and yeah. farmers have probably ploughed round them. Bombed, and... weren't they? In my yeah. in my uh, in my stone research, um, quite a lot of these are just seen as massively irritating if they are in the middle of a field and mm. you're trying to plough around it. Particularly now, where you've got equipment that that can you can just program, mm. and they blow them up um, and and scatter their remains. Do you think they anywhere. might have been got rid of during? The Second World War as well as mark because they could be like marker points, couldn't they, for people flying I don't know. over? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Are they that big? I'm not sure. They probably got binoculars. <laughs> they probably have. Um, yeah. But it so... comes back for, for, from what we were saying. One of the questions I asked about whether it was in the position it was that the glacier left it, but the suggestion that if it's on a lay, that at some point it was moved to mm. the lay point. Yes. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because if this book was written, oh, the book was written before it was moved, so it would originally have been on the lay points and now it isn't on the yeah. lay point. Now it's 14 foot away from yeah. the lay point. We should do that lay point sometimes, shouldn't we do that? Yeah. There's quite a few lay lines. We'd have like to walk Norfolk. through a pond. It's interesting though when um, the guy we spoke to in Lowestoft. Ivan Bunn. Bunn. He was saying that like ley lines on a piece of paper, they look like they join up, but if you actually walked it, they don't necessarily. I was looking at another one in Norwich, which well runs from Colney through the cathedral, through Great Plumstead, 
to is it Fishley or by oh yeah is it Fishley oh beautiful church at Fishley gorgeous yeah. and that and I zoom really tight on the map and it does really it really mm. it goes through each of those points it just touches the corner of Norwich Cathedral but it certainly goes right through the middle of the other three churches wow so Are that's those a really good known for anything. I wrote a story about the Fishley Church recently, but that was the suffragette, suffragette, <laughs> suffragette, suffragette glass that they have there. Uh, so it was, it was redeveloped by a very pioneering Victorian lady who um, put secret messages in the glass, so they believe. That's such a good story. Such a great story, yeah. Mm. Why did that not go national? I don't know. Did it not? No, it should have. Done, I know yeah. it should. Yeah, I know. But what we'd need to do is we need to find some really old maps mm. because there's been a lot of building, lots of housing estates are now on that ley line yeah. from Colney Maybe to... Maybe we should go mm. to the Records Office or the uh, Heritage Centre. Mm. Have a little look. They've got some amazing uh, maps at the Millennium Library. Yeah. Ancient should maps. have a look, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's mm. another, another trip. Another you day took us trip. off topic, Richard. Another day. Well, That's about else. ley lines. <laughs> <laughs> ley lines. <laughs> yes, isn't it? I know. Um, one of the earliest mentions of the stone is in the 1662 town books of Stockton. And there's apparently a record of a small payment for putting sculps to the stone. Although there's sculpts. no... So, sculps, I'm assuming, is some kind of carving. Yeah. There's no sign of any carvings on the stone. No. But I was trying to think... So, that's 17th century. I was trying to think what sort of carvings they might be. And the only thing I could think... In my head, it was all, like, beautiful, like, labyrinths and curves and stuff. But it was actually probably... A marker stone. A marker stone yeah, for Norwich. a milestone. <laughs> Norwich, seven miles. I was, like, really disappointed. Because I, I, I typed in, like, 17th century stone markings mm. and that's all that came they, up. They did Bert think... was here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did think that this was somewhere where the Clavering Hundred which I really don't want to explain because mm. it's quite difficult. But yeah. it could... Well, it, the, so the Clavering Hundred, in really short in short terms, was parishes, kind of doomsday time, that were um, divided up. And the Clavering Hundred included Stockton. Bizarrely also included some parts of Essex. Um, and you would meet somewhere to have your taxes collected. Right. So they believe it could have been the place where the taxes were collected. And it could also have been where the Danegeld was collected, which was a land tax in Anglo-Saxon England during the reign of King Ethelred. That's a good name. <laughs> Such a good name. Why has that not name not come back? You know, all those old-fashioned <laughs> ones have, haven't they? Why hasn't that? To raise funds for protection against Danish invaders, our Viking overlords. So, yeah, and there's other theories that it was a markstone, a Roman milestone, the base of a wayside cross... Um, and so because really, that's hardly cross stone. No, was a wayside yeah. cross, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So I, I could see, I could see the Stockton stone being like part of something like that because of where it's located. It's quite. I think the only know. thing we know is the only thing that that they didn't know, which was what mm. it actually is, which mm. is that it's a glacial erratic. You know, it's interesting. Um, in the story that you wrote, you put that sometimes there are votive kind of offerings yeah. left there. Mm. I just, I wonder why it is, like, because it's not in a very, like, spiritual place. It's like I the road is fairly busy. to do with the ley lines mm. that you would mark the parts of the ley line that you can get to if you are on mm. a particular pilgrimage yeah. or a particular... Because it's not the sort of place where you can go and 
there are, form a ritual or anything. There are like, literally cars thundering past you yeah. the entire time. There's a very nice handy service station quite close. So yeah. You could go and buy a votive, possibly. Or <laughs> Mars Maybe bar, they should or start other chocolate them. bars yeah. are available. But it's interesting, isn't it, how you know people would make offerings to these stones and leave in these places. Very much like today, where people leave flowers mm. at the points of accidents mm, yeah. and things, which again, cider roads, yeah. you know, usually around a tree and mm. things like that. So, yeah. you know, who knows where yeah. that sort of tradition yeah. began. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, if people are on a pilgrimage, they may make offerings along their journey, might yeah. they? Yeah. We, that, to be fair, there were none that we no, saw when we went. Were it was very dark. <coughs> so no. There may have been and we just didn't see them. And we have also got, of course, the Merton Stone. Well, I was going to mention that because there's a curse on that There's as a curse well. on that yeah. as well. What's so the Merton Stone? Sorry? We've it's done at it, Merton. It's I at Merton. I can't remember what the story is. It's, that's the one where if you move it, um, waters cover the entire <gasps> Yeah, we did that really it, recently, it, didn't we? And it leads to complete annihilation yeah. of the human race. It was really cool. But so Sonia went and it was actually quite flooded around there because obviously it was in January. And some people put, said, like on our Instagram, like if you go in the summer, it's actually massive. So the stone itself didn't really look very big because it's it all good, yeah. like, but actually you can like stand next to it. So, so if to you are going to move a stone, do make it the Stockton stone and not the Merton stone because the Merton stone leads to the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. However, two people have tried to move the Merton stone. Have they? Both unsuccessfully. Mm. The fifth Lord of Walsingham tried to move it. Oh, no, and we he do failed. know about this. Yeah. Because they tried to move it and then there was an, yeah. an orgy. Yes, that's right. Erotic uh, <laughs> Sex debauch, isn't it? Yeah. And then they tried again in the 1930s, 40s, and that was unsuccessful as well. Was there an orgy after that one? There's no report as to what happened after the It was the post war years, wasn't it? It was austerity was still still a thing. Think, let's, let's move this Is and have a party. Is there not a Suffolk orgy yeah. of the same yeah. kind? Um, oh gosh, where is it? Something beginning with an <clears> eight. This term, an erotic debauch, was yes. um, has been used several times, hasn't it? Mm. And that was a, was that a stone? Yeah, as well? it, was it was basically exactly the same. They, yeah, they were moving. I think they did move the stone. Yeah, they, I think the they were moving where... it from the gravel pit or the, whatever it was to the centre of the village. And during that, things got saucy. But I think people were very drunk. Yeah. I, mean, and, I think it's more to do with the alcohol than the stone. Do you? I think it's got more <laughs> well, to do with the but stone. But the thing is, yeah, and, I, and that, that raises the question, that, and we haven't As got the information here, but what type of stone this is? And does the curse relate to the type of stone? You know, is it granite? Is it what it, is it? Was it a sandstone? I think it's sandstone. I think it's sandstone. So sandstone means that somebody's going to die, mm. then, and then mm. whatever the Merton stone is, that might mean That'd something else. It's good. Yeah, it's it's an erotic, erotic charge on that stone. It Absolutely, is a sandstone. Stockton is a sandstone. Mm. In, in and them... you'd expect to see others, wouldn't you? Though you'd expect, you know, it wouldn't just be the one stone. There must be. That, lots I think of that others. is the bizarre thing that obviously these were left by these kind of monstrously vast glaciers, and you kind of think, well, you know, it just left the one. It is, it is bizarre, isn't it? Mm. I take it that others were smaller and mm. were therefore used for things. Mm. And when you got one that was so massive that you could not move it, um, possibly that then led to the curse, which is, you know, it's not so much that you shouldn't, it's that you can't, as you mm. said. Yeah. And as soon as you can't, you know, possibly fragile egos need to yeah. present that if you well, sand, can't then sandstone's quite soft as well so yeah, it's going to chip away at it, it like, can not yeah. yeah i wonder why how it has 
And in more recent years, with acid rain and things like that, you you see old sandstone buildings, actually, you can see them crumbling. Yes. More so, I mean, mean, thinking of up north in Chester, the Roman walls, which have been there for Mm. an awful long time, but only in the last 20, 30 years have they started to crumble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is in, in perfect We should nickname. probably go and see it in daylight, shouldn't we, really? I have gone to see it in daylight. Yeah, it. I have, yeah. I haven't, though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another of those places in Norfolk where you can imagine that if it was in the middle of a field and you were, you know, in the middle of a meadow, it would be lovely. But in fact, you've got kind of uh, massive lorries mm. passing you by and, and people often honking at you yeah. as you look at the stone, which is not really the no. kind of folksy... No. joy that you might want but it's still definitely worth a look yeah. and definitely worth kind of looking out for probably safety wise as you go from Lowestoft to Norwich easier yeah, because it's on that side of the it's road it's on that side of the road um, but it's definitely worth a look because it's you know it's very bizarre and it's just there and you know all, all power to things mm. that are just there and are just kind of silently do it, going about their business for thousands of years yeah. and everything else changes but the stone doesn't mm. you know it's still there doing its thing isn't it yeah and I, that's what I love about stones I love the fact that they endure I love the fact that these stories you know I was looking up other ones and we've got that they were thrown by giants that they are petrified trolls fairies bad people witches that they float we've got the ones at Lowestoft nearby that drop down and to the sea and have a quick dip lots of stories across the country about stones that like to go and have a drink at midnight which I've never understood. I mean, other, you know, I'm not saying that any folklore should be understood, but you kind of think, why would you invent, not invent, why would a story rise where stones yeah. pop down to a river for a quick drink? It's an odd one, isn't it? And that they can heal, that they predict the weather, that you can cure toothache, that they've got these cautionary tales, don't move them or this will happen, and lots that there's treasure underneath, that, mm, they, yes, that they mark yeah. something. Um I don't believe the Stockton Stones that that there's a that there's any treasure, sadly, because they would have found it when they Yeah, they would have found built it the A one four six, wouldn't they? Yeah. But um yeah, I think it's I think it's I think it's really interesting. And and particularly in Norfolk we do not have many of these. We we are not a stony outcrop. We No, I wish we were. I wish we were. It's kind of the one thing we, we are. It's like you missing. wish there was more stones and I wish there was more fairies. Yes. More fairy, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'm, I'm happy We've for fairies and stones. We've got enough to talk about. There's so many other things. We have, we have, and I, you know, I would, I would, if anybody would like to make a stone circle, that would be nice, wouldn't it? As long as it was really big. Yeah. Like really big, and some like, fairies with it. Yeah. But you see, we we had wooden circles, didn't we? So yeah, so yeah. that was. And then we. Is that because of the lack of stones? Yeah, Did yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Army Hall Henge would have been bigger than Stonehenge, wouldn't yeah, it? I think it taller, was, yeah, yeah, taller than Stonehenge, which of course you can do if you're using trees. Mm. So yeah, I suppose on the plus side in Norfolk, creating a henge uh, took a matter of days or, or certainly not long, whereas creating Stonehenge must have possibly taken more than a week, mm. I reckon. Just a bit of time. Um, but if we really wanted to, we could have got the stones here. Quite a long way. But if they really wanted to, but it's really quite a long way. Mm. You need river, don't you? And there isn't yeah. a river. I suppose you'd have to go them. all the way around mm. and then come lot. in at Yarmouth. Maybe they're still. Then... Maybe they're still on the way. Maybe. Maybe, maybe they st- tried and they sank. The boat yeah. sank or something. Absolutely. 
this is one of those things like planes. I don't understand the aerodynamics or the or the um what are the water? What's the water equivalent? Boat. Yeah, I don't boat. understand how you could put a stone <laughs> on a boat and it wouldn't sink. How does that happen? How? Water equivalent to a plane. Yes, you know what I mean. As in, I don't is? understand how a plane with lots of things in it can fly, mm-hmm. even if it's got massive engines. And I don't understand how, particularly then, like, and they the would put boats. a massive great stone in a boat and it wouldn't fly and it wouldn't sink. Wasn't how? that the eureka moment? The water in the bath, wasn't that? Well, there were, there's been that. There, that has not happened to me. <laughs> I'm You've not. Never had a Eureka I'm not one for science or maths. So to me, it's still witchcraft. It is uh, magic. It is magic. Planes and boats of magic. <laughs> Says the girl from Norfolk. <laughs> Weird Norfolk is brought to you by Arch and Podcasts. For all advertising and sponsorship inquiries, contact matt.withers at archand.co. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant.